0: Now I've gone back to um, championship wrestling. I thought I'd give Derby City wrestling, or Derby City as we would call it across this side of the pond, slurping our tea like this. Ah, mm, chin chin. Yes, but Derby City wrestling out of Louisville, and um, we're going to be hearing from Louisville's longest wrestling titleist later on. But actually this is good. You know, I remember when it was championship wrestling from Hollywood and then from Atlanta. Now it's championship wrestling from Championship Wrestling and Championship Wrestling from Derby City. Which well I really enjoyed it. It's um it's a you know there's 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 nothing that will concern you here around where it's a bit hokey or it's a bit I can see what they're trying to do or they're trying to be a bit ECW. No. It's clean and clear. And Dave Marquez and Gilbert, producers, really know what they're doing. So, there's nothing to run from as far as, well, in the back, we've got some action taking place. You know, I don't like, I'm not into that. In big letters, in the back. I'm just so bored with it. But what they do is they have interviews and matches. That's it. It's what I want. Right, Ted McNaylor is is Ted the trailer, McNaylor. Born in the trailer park, will die in a trailer park. Jaden Dominic Rose, as you might expect from the name, is very different. And at one point, early on, McNaylor puts Rose's shiny shirt on. You know, it's like a sort of purple shiny shirt, very nice. And um, he looks all right in it, actually. He does hit a butterfly zuplex, which is lovely, but Rose comes back with a backbreaker off the top, and then off the ropes, it's a knee to the back of the neck of Ted McNaylor and gets the pin. And it was a bit quiet. Crowd were a bit quiet. Commentary was a bit quiet. Was that expected? Or did he just... Did he knock him out and he wasn't expect. Maybe they were going to go home on a different move. I don't know, but certainly Count Noctis. Count Noctis? I mean, Count Dracula sounds great, doesn't it? But Baron von Frankenstein. Count Noctis? Anyway, he comes in not really to help McNailer, but McNailer wants to see Rose beaten up. So he actually rakes his back at one point, which is very nice. Why he couldn't do that in the match, I do not know. Now, here's a bit of fun Brian Myers, who I remember from Impact Wrestling and wasn't massively keen on then, I think he's still there. He's all right in this because he's having it's really not about him, it's about pretty Peter Avalon, not the professional. Because Brian Myers calls himself the most professional wrestler, doesn't he? So Avalon can't do that. He needs to revert to the pretty moniker. And what he's—you know—he's—he gets in the ring, or he's almost immediately rolled up, gets pinned. Dave Marquez is there at ringside because he probably thought something was going to happen, so he made sure he was there. You see, and um, (laughs) yes, and Avalon's pretty good, pretty good. (laughs) Says he wasn't ready. It shouldn't have happened. He wants a restart and he will put $10,000 of, $10, of his own money up should he lose if he can have a rematch. Well, they go to commercial break and say, we're going to get a we need to get a contract signed. Can we do that? We're going to. Yeah, I don't think you are, are you? Anyway, they're fighting when we come back. Drop kick uh, from Myers. Avalon gets a pin with his feet on the ropes. The ref sees that. He's then distracted by the referee, because, you know, the referee shouldn't have done that. Myers gets the crucifix and the pin. And the great thing is here is that, I thought Avalon would run away or something like that, or Welsh on the deal, but he actually is made to write a check and hands it to Brian Myers, and then walks off with, ooh, you, (laughs) it's really rather good. And I'll tell you what's also good, yes, segue, 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 segue. It's J-Rod who's enormous. She's, she's, she's a real sort of premier athlete. Uh, you know, she's got the muscles and the, she's ripped and all that. Versus Johnny Robbie, who's well liked and sparky. And um, before that, by the way, Marty Bell is interviewed, who um, beat uh, Billy Starks recently and says that, you know, it's just the beginning of great things for her, which it could because she is a great wrestler, I have to say. Anyway, back to this match. Robbie tries to power J Rod, doesn't have that power. Hits a nice crossbody, but he's put down by one boot. As the commentary team say, it's a face rearranger. Yes, it is. There's a massive Robbie punch, and J Rod sells it with a kind of, ooh, I'm a bit, bit woozy after that. Then you've got a J Rod ha- handstand Hurricane Rana, but a J Rod twisting suplex gets the pin. And she's being pushed as someone big and special. And she's a bit like Camille. In that respect, the brick house herself. And, um... Yeah, I can see why they're doing that. Next, Rocco Bellagio will be... He's the aforementioned Louisville long-time, long-term champion. And, um... He does a long promo, actually. Long-term champion, long-term promo. About how he moved from... Jersey City to Derby City and um, because Louisville is so well known for wrestling which is the case and you know he will be the champion, he's the show stealer and he will steal the belt tonight well Danny Limelight's your champion whose work I really love, particularly New Japan Pro Wrestling with uh, with the Deedle, 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 deedle. Team Filthy, and here he takes a massive beating. Now later on in the match, commentary will say, "Well, that 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 match was about eighty percent Bellagio's," and it is the case. He's massive. He's huge. He's taller. He's really he's really well built. A lot of muscle on. His head looks a bit small on his body, as my father would say. It looks like a pimple on a mountain, in my view, but. Is impressive you know and um, he tries to really push the pace and assert himself early on with Danny Limelight and to do that he just throws him over the top rope to the floor. Yeah that'll do it won't it? Then he has a power slam and a muscled up suplex. Limelight comes back with a clothesline in the corner and a very nice Meteora. Bellagio just falls immediately smooth as butter and then when Bellagio bails either from the impetus of that of, of a move or because he thinks, I better take a breather. There are no breathers in wrestling. You get the limelight corkscrew over the top and then a frog splash back in the ring for a, a very long two actually. Then he decides, he gets on the back of, um, or goes over the top actually I think, on Bellagio, sort of slides down to get the sleeper. It's kind of an octopus sleeper if you like. Bellagio falls to the mat. Danny Limelight keeps control. He won the title in this way. And he retains the belt in that way here. It's beautiful, actually. You knew that Limelight would win. Actually, I wasn't sure, you know, because it was a good promo, that Bellagio promo. Which is about he's coming to my territory to do this. And I'm a champion here. So, yeah, that was good. It did make me think. But I never thought that, that Limelight would lose it. I really hoped you didn't, and afterwards they shake hands. It was a good match, and there were good matches here throughout, and not too many shenanigans of, well, let's see what's happening in the back, or we spoke to this person earlier, and look out in the parking lot, someone's been run over, or any of that. There weren't that many run-ins either, which was great. I like to see wrestling, and that's what we had here. I shall watch again, whether derby or derby, it's rather good. Ta-ta.